Welcome to the Evolved Artist Podcast. This show has been birthed from a decade of helping bands make better music videos. From challenging the way that music videos are done to delivering results for our artists, we want this show to be a place to get inspired, think differently, and give artists confidence in tackling creative services, marketing, and becoming more sustainable. While the show covers tons of inspiring ideas, the key thing we want for you is to take action towards better marketing. All right, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the Evolved Artist Podcast. Welcome back to the show, Ross and Josh from JECP, sitting down once more. This episode's topic, we're talking about a big one. It's uh, it's probably the most thrown around question that, that starts every sort of conversation, especially around the idea of a music video or any sort of release campaign for a band. It's that budget talk. We're talking about the budgets more so. We're talking about just the question of, of what's your budget, right? Because a lot of the times uh, people will contact you or I, especially when it comes to something like a music video, and they're going to always say like, hey, how much does a video cost, blah, 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 blah. And a lot of the times we'll counter back with, well, what's your budget? What are you working within? And I think a lot of that comes down to we need to kind of know not necessarily even the boundaries on the projects, but more so the guidelines that we can create within, right? So I'm going to throw it to you. I'm a band. I'm sitting here and I'm saying, hey, we want a music video. We want all this cool stuff. We want to go hard. We want to go big, blah, 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 blah. You're going to ask me, what's your budget? Why are you asking me that question? I think this is so normal of a place to start. And I, I think the, the better question, as I'm always going to say, is like, let's have a conversation, and I think early on in, in, in our days is like, we'd just be so excited to make a music video that's like, yeah, let's just see what num- what money they have. Or, or see, you know, it's this weird negotiation of like, let's just get excited to make things. With more years, it, it's been slowing this process down that's made the biggest impact. And I think it's usually the wrong question. The better question to ask is like, are these creatives the right fit? And let's have an interview process. So like when a band reaches out to us, it's like that first, that discovery call that we have together. It's like, it really is an interview process. It's like, I want to make sure, are you a good fit for us? And are we a good fit for you? So not to dodge the question, but I don't think that's the right place to start. You know, when we walk through this, this is usually the fourth thing that we get to in this discovery call because it's not the top priority. The top priority is making sure we're a good fit. Moving into that question, I think it logically makes sense because, hey, if you're a responsible band, you should have a budget. You 100% should. How much money are you spending on graphic design, on promos, on your actual recordings, on merch, on all these different pieces of your marketing efforts, of growing this and treating your group, treating your project as a business. You know, One of the biggest things that I think we're always trying to focus on is how do we make bands see themselves as brands? How do we make you see yourselves as a bigger entity? And I think when we talk about budget, the better place for me where I like to guide them is not even, you know, like we'll have people come to us and they're like, oh, we want to, we want to go big or we want to do a big idea. And it's like, we have created that reputation of taking on these bigger projects, these bigger ideas and, you know, evolving an artist, you know, play on words a little bit, but taking them to that next level. But what I like to remind them right away is like, listen, I don't want to hear how much money you want to spend on this project. Let's actually talk, you know, about sustainability. What is a healthy budget for this project? Not just thinking one project, but thinking into the future a little bit is like, how much can you afford? Is this responsible? Because ethically, that is really important to us. It's like the last thing I want to see you do is spend all your money on one project and it falls short. So yeah, you know, like I want the big budget. I want the big, exciting thing, you know. 
a budget is resource to solve problems at the end of the day. It's not, you know, my paycheck's fatter. It allows me to pull together the right resources for the creative that we have at place. So what video do you want? What kind of video? What all do you want it to do? What are we really focusing on? What's the objectives? There's so many questions to dive into that are significantly more relevant to the budget. And the budget ends up being more of a guideline for how creative or how limited or how resourceful we have to be. We have to be. Scalability allows us to kind of move up or down and apply different creative you know, treatments, creative ideas, creative applications to solving the problems for your project at hand. So there isn't a magic number. You know, We've produced projects from $4,000 all the way up to $40,000. Does it mean the $40,000 project is better than the four? Absolutely not. It's about meeting people where they are. So when we're talking about the, you know, the idea that a lot of artists pop up with is they immediately want to go with the biggest, largest, craziest music video idea ever. And a lot of the times uh, you'll talk them out of that technically of like, for those things of like, hey, is this budget actually sustainable? And that also leads into the consistency of their marketing. I think that's a big thing that artists often overlook is they want to go big because they want this big, awesome, flashy piece of content. And they forget that everything is on a graph. It's all on a scale. So you can go really big here and that's awesome. You had an awesome music video, but then what's happening after this, right? What's the follow-up? What's the consistent part? So let's talk a little bit on the idea of like more consistent content creation. Why that budget at the very beginning of a project trickles down into the rest of a release campaign. I, I always like to think when we're having these initial conversations, I want them to be somewhat therapeutic. I want them to look inward and, and kind of think bigger picture than we have a project that needs to get done. But how are you serving your audience? And that serving word is really important. Like when we start to help artists see that like getting this piece of content done or multiple pieces of content done is really in service to your audience. One of the things that I feel like has been really beneficial for us is anytime we take on a project, it's like really understanding your audience's audience. Like our client is our audience, but our value comes from understanding their audience. And when we're serving your audience with that mindset, then we're not just coming into of like, let's make something cool and pretty. Want to do that 100%. And music videos by nature are really easy to just be beautiful pieces of content. But when I can help them start to see their audience as, as a thing that they need to serve, then it makes it a lot easier for us to switch into that sustainable mindset and then to pry into that consistency word because consistency can be used in so many different ways. Psychologically, let's just think about your audience for a second. One of the biggest things is like, okay, let's say an artist comes to us right now and they, they've spent $3,000 or $4,000 on a music video in the past. And they're like, you know, we want to really go big and we want to do $10,000 for this music video. That sounds really good. That gets me excited because there's more resources to solve a problem or to do something bigger. But responsibility-wise, let me ask you the question. If this is one project and we're doing that 10 grand for that, can you afford to do that again? Or are you going to go back to the three grand or two grand or five grand? And how well can you make that consistent? You know, that's the real piece with consistency and thinking about this for your audience for a second. I would much rather an artist, you know, go from the three to four grand mark to go to five to six and take baby steps and to be able to do two pieces of content at five to six or to do three pieces at even four and staying there and just serving your audience more frequently. That's still consistency. And it's not, it's not saying what we've done in the past is bad. That's a big piece for us. When I'm navigating budget, I want to get people in the right frame of mind around their budget because 
when you're not overspending, you're actually enhancing the quality for your audience. You're also able to take more healthy steps forward. And there's a much higher likelihood that you're going to succeed long term versus let's take a big gamble and hopefully it pays off. It might pay off. But for me, you know, part of our value is like as the producer, my responsibility is to spend the budget as smartly as possible, as efficiently as possible. That's putting the right team together. That's making sure we have the right location. That's making sure everyone's schedule is aligned. That's, that's making sure this idea comes to life, you know, very physically. And if I fall short on that, your experience isn't going to be enjoyable and that's going to show in the art. So there's, there's so many things around this budget thing that are so much more than the dollars being spent. It's the feeling on set. It's the feeling that your, your, your audience gets the experience from this too. So it's, it's not as simple as let's just make a beautiful video. We have X amount of dollars. It's you have X amount of dollars and how am I going to responsibly spend that to make a great experience for you that way that we can make art together that everyone's proud of that impacts and connects with your audience. And I I think another question that's almost adjacent to um, this whole what's your budget question is also what's your plan? Because that goes directly into the consistency talk, the sustainability talk. There's been countless conversations that we've each had with artists over the years of, you know, hey, we want to go big. We want this big, awesome, crazy music video. And once you follow up that next question of like, all right, yeah, cool. What budget could you put into this project? But also, What's your plan? What's your plan after this music video? And that's not to say like, do you want to shoot another one in six months? Do you want to release an album in two months? It's more so just like, it kind of dips into everything that you've talked about to this point, the audience side of things, the budget side of things, the planning side of things in general. What's the follow-up? What what are you, and not like, oh, we're going to post six times a week and blah, blah, blah. It's not about teasing the video. It's not about any of that. It's okay, your budget and your plan kind of go hand in hand because that's an easy way to kind of work through a filter of, oh, well, I don't know. We just want to get this music video done. Like you said, it's this uh, kind of one track mindset of we want the big, bright and shiny thing because we think that's what we need. And it's like, hey, that's awesome. That can be a big add to your overall visual repertoire that's going out on social media or whatever it may be. But let's think a few steps past that. So yes, we can sit and we're going to ask those questions. What kind of budget are you working with? But that's not so we can get the biggest price tag or figure out what they can or can't. You know, it's not even that side of things. It's more so to lead into those follow-ups of like, okay, well, what, what's your plan? What's your plan with this? Is it to go super big on a music video? And then kind of like you said, could, could you afford it twice? You know, I think that's even, there, there's some saying or something that like, goes uh, hand in hand with that in real life. There, there's that thing of like, if you want to buy something, can you afford it twice? Yeah. Right. And I know that's like a weird thing to compare with music videos that could be $10,000. Like, what do you mean? I, no, I, I can afford the $10,000 one. I couldn't afford $20,000. That's an, uh, that's a silly question. So I know it doesn't ima- exactly line up, but I do think there's something there to that equation, right? If like, Hey, if you want to make this huge investment right now, when could you make another huge, huge investment like that? And it's not just the money investment, even though this episode is about budget, but it's the investment of time, energy, creative, all this sort of stuff. Like, are you willing to continue to build a consistent platform after you do this music video? Because I think we've seen it uh, for many years at this point. There's a lot of bands that will step in. They'll expend all of that energy, all of that budget, all of that time on a music video. And then they have that music video and then it's out there and then there's no follow up. There's no continuation. There's no, there wasn't a sustainable budget put in place of how they keep themselves going. There wasn't a uh, consistent plan put in place. So I think the budget, while it's a part of the plan, 
you have to figure out what that plan is to begin with. What's our plan with this music video? We want to make a music video so then we can continue to, to build some credibility with our visual ident identity online. And then hopefully a handful of months we do another music video and we're following it up with this and here's why because it's going to lead to an eventual EP release. It's going to lead to an album release. It's going to you know, lead to whatever it may be. And it doesn't always have to be that deep. But I think that's always what kind of circulates around this like why we're going to ask, okay, what kind of budget are you working with? We're really asking what's your plan? What, what are you going to do? What do you want to do with this budget? Because we can tell you what we're going to do with the budget itself, where those numbers are going and why it needs to be that, or it needs to be more, or it can be less or whatever. But that real question is, what's the plan? What's the plan that we're putting this budget into? And how does this budget work into that plan? And what I like about what you're saying is the plan really paints a, a picture of potential. You know, the whole reason that I, I place, you know, budget kind of fourth in line when we're going over these first calls with our clients is for this very reason. You know, I want to figure out what your objectives are. And if you're in the frame of thinking where you're thinking, you know, more than a year or, or what this collection of songs, a lot of times people come to us and like, what's it cost for a music video? That's the question. And, you know, to me, it's like, I need to understand who you are, what you're about, what your short and long-term goals are. So I'm starting to kind of get a sense of what plan and what potential could be there so that when, when we navigate the, the budget piece, you know, when we're talking about that $40,000 project, that wasn't one video. That was multiple videos and it was pulling that budget together to be able to tackle multiple pieces of things to support a full-length album release and all these different pieces of content. So that way, we're supporting their plan. We're supporting sustainability and we're actually helping them reach different goals because you know what i really want to get across when i'm having these first calls is less on what idea do you have you know what budget do you have are you going to be a client of ours and it's do you have the right way of thinking and are you open to different ways of thinking so that way if you're open to that i can start to challenge the way that we spend money and i can actually make you know, this resource go a lot further. I can make you a lot more sustainable. I can make this content a lot more connective, a lot more powerful. And we can kind of work together on something rather than us being a service provider and you being someone who needs something. How do we become a part of your ecosystem? You know, when I when I think about negotiating prices, a lot of times we've had people that are like, okay, we want this video to do good. And, you know, we always say there's like two kinds of clients that we work with. We have the really analytical social media that think about the numbers and they're really strategic in that way, but they miss the mark on the art. And then we have the inverse. It's all these artists that are like, here's the meaning and the feeling of this song. And we haven't thought about, you know, promoting on Facebook or Google ads or anything like that. And we're helping them kind of bridge the gap over that as we've, as we've discussed. So, so for me, it's like, how do we negotiate a project to know like, okay, we have all this content we're creating beyond the music video and how are you going to use that? You know, like we've had people that are like, oh, we'd really love to be able to promote this more. Okay. What if we strip some of that creative back? So you're not spending as much money on this project and you are going to still be allocating for a plan in your paid advertising approach, you know, paid and organic are separate things. And I, I, I love that we make content that really supports the organic, but I'd be lying if I didn't say that a paid, you know, on top of that helps that content overall do better, which at the end of the day, we want this project to be successful. What does successful look like? Yes. Releasing the content on social media is one side of that. Another piece of that plan and another part of that budget is what are we putting this money towards and what's it going to solve? You know, we have a whole nother episode on objectives with this sort of stuff, which I think is really healthy for this. But in short, it's like, 
are you trying to get beyond like your touring efforts right now? Are you trying to get people, you know, to your website to get on an email subscriber, you know, thing? Are you pushing the album release or merch or something like that? Then we're looking at how, you know, spending money in this way actually starts to generate a a physical return on investment beyond vanity metrics, which I would still argue you're either building awareness or you're strengthening your reputation or you're serving your audience in a new way. Every time you're putting this content out, are you putting the right content out the right way with the right message, with the right plan, with the right budget? So not to trail off uh, too far before we end up uh, wrapping this episode up, but one thing, you know, we've talked a lot about Um, sustainability and consistency and building a plan and leaning into a lot of kind of marketing campaign talk. I want to bring it back to specifically music videos because uh, one of the big questions initially pops up when we're, when we're talking to somebody about making a music video is like, what style of music video is it? Right. And and how that dictates the budget. And I don't know if a lot of people think necessarily that way because they're all just like, Oh, we, we just want a music video. Just put music video stuff in it. Right. And there's a lot of ways that can save money or add to the budget or whatever. So a lot of that counter of like what kind of budget you're working with, it also comes down to what's the idea. Are we trying to make something really artsy and cryptic and magical and cinematic? Or do we want a performance video? Do we want to blend? Break that down a little bit. Yeah. I mean, we kind of have two video types that we do. And obviously there are just subgenre after subgenre of how you make those custom, but performance videos or art driven videos are kind of what we've kind of coined them as is like, a lot of times we have artists come to us like, Oh, we don't want another boring performance video. We want something that's this crazy concept. One of the things that I like to kind of ask is like putting on the marketing hat beyond the creative hat is like, what's the most, you know, important asset, of your band. If you're a touring band that goes out and plays shows, your image, your likeness is one of the most important, you know, pieces to market. Like if you crush it on the live stage and you perform so well and it's memorable and that's a place that people need to recognize you at, a performance video is one of the best values that you can kind of put out there. Do these have to be boring? Absolutely not. Let's make them intentional. Say say you have three videos you want to do over the course of a year. What's the theme of those three songs? That's a good way to kind of find the through line. And maybe it's a color dynamic. Maybe it's bringing in something into like a performance atmosphere that'll tie into another video. So you're really raising the bar in really smart ways. If we're talking numbers for a second, why I'm so cautious on this is if someone comes to us and they say, oh, we want to do three videos and we've got 12 grand. That's absolutely not impossible. That is really possible as long as you're willing to listen to us and and kind of collaborate this together. So what if one video is really, really simple and watered down? What if the other one is more medium tier, you know, some emphasis on performance really done well? And what if the third one has bigger bang for the buck? We actually go and we do a storyline and we make them more art driven with B-roll and character creation. We can't do all three at that level super well and super unique, but we can put a lot of that energy into one video. We could do one that's pretty medium. We can do the other one. And then when you release that, maybe it's, you know, introducing that medium level one, then it's doing the bigger picture one. Then it's doing more of a visualizer that falls out later. If we're talking strategy for a second, but why is this? If someone comes to me and they say, you know, we only have X amount of money. Videos cost a lot because it's not just the camera people and the crew. It's not one person. You have to account for locations. You have to account for actors. How many do you want? Do you want one? Do you want 10? Do you want 20? 
Now, do they all have to be dressed in certain attire because is this a period piece or is there something specific or do we need to, you know, get custom uniforms made? We've done those things in the past. So when I'm thinking about dollars and responsibility, it's like if someone has an unreasonable budget set aside and you half-ass that execution, it's going to show. I would rather us simplify something and execute it at the highest level to feel as professional as possible to make those dollars go as far as possible than try to go really big without the resources to go big. So I'd rather be respectful to the fact we only have X amount of dollars to be able to spend. Okay, let's reverse engineer that. Let's scrap some of these ideas away and let's make sure we do it to the best of our capability within that wheelhouse. Whether we're doing a performance video or whether we're doing something art driven and story driven, The creative part about money is just figuring out how do we manage time or how do we manage resources? You know, a lot of times for us, we've gravitated towards, we can shoot one to like three videos in a day with the performances and we can do a pickup day of B-roll and we can make three really amazing videos by pulling those resources together and batch producing all at once and making not just music videos, but all the other content. That way, it's going further for them. The money's going further for them. And we're satisfied in the process because we're still making really great art and we're feeling more empowered. This has kind of been the backbone on how we've managed budgets for so long and told you know compelling stories and served our artists in the process. And whether you're working with us or, or you're working with someone else or you're DIYing it, this is absolutely the way to get the most bang for your buck and to think about how you spend money. If I put on the producer's hat, It is absolutely about how do we make the most of this and how do we make artists go as far as possible? Because I know that that money is not easy to come by. Even if you're on a label, labels are getting more and more rigid on how much they want to spend because they're not seeing the return on this. The real return is on how you use the content to connect with your audience. We can make the coolest idea all day long. We could have the biggest budget in the world, but it could fall short if it doesn't connect with your audience. So at the end of the day, we need to be playing a longer game with money. So we talked about a lot in this episode. Um, you know, we, we covered the idea of like, okay, what does it mean when we ask what's your budget? Why do we ask that? How does that play into an overall campaign, the sustainability, the consistency, all that sort of stuff? As we're wrapping up, if I'm an artist and I'm listening to this, what's the biggest thing you want me to have a takeaway from with this episode? I think it is literally just making sure whatever creative you're working with, if you want to come to it with asking questions like this of like, how could you see, you know, if I had, you know, a year's worth of budget, how could we make that go as far as possible? That would be a great frame of mind to start thinking in because when you're looking for your partner, you should be looking for someone who's not just to get the job done, but to become a part of your ecosystem. Like, how is this going to become a partner or someone I look forward to having a conversation with? So going into that, instead of just saying, you know, I think it's fine to ask the question of like, hey, do you have like a, a budget that you work with, Any anything like that? But more importantly, do you have some time that we could talk? I'd like to get to know you. I'd like you to get to know me. Like, I think that is such a better place to create. And you're seeing so many creators this day and age and artists When you look at some of your favorite artists, you better believe they're working with the same people over and over. So rather than thinking, I got to get this graphic design done, or I need to get this content put out, or this music video shot, or our song recorded, am I a good fit with this person is maybe the better thing than even the budget. Because if you have a good fit, you have an ally. And if you have an ally, those dollars are always going to go a lot further. I don't have an outro for this one. So I think with these episodes, they can just fade into music and then you do your outro that you record and post. (laughs) 
Thanks for tuning in to another episode. If you found this episode helpful or inspiring, share it with a friend or your band. Do the likes, reviews, and all the other things I'm supposed to tell you to do. If you want more music marketing insight and resources, you can join our newsletter at jecp.co. Gearing up for your next music video and need a video partner or want to learn more about our approach to making music videos connect? Please book a discovery call or email josh at jecp.co. For years, we've watched artists feel overwhelmed by marketing and building a path towards success. We've been honored to help many artists make great music videos and get better at marketing. The old ways are being challenged and the best artists are using platforms, trends, and building partnerships to become more sustainable. We are so honored to have made a mark and left an impact on this industry. This has been the JCP Music Video Makers Podcast, The Evolved Artist. We'll see you next time.